And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't even say it. Boom! Here we go. It's Friday. We got that energy. We're pumped. We're trained. And we're ready to go. So let's get this show on the road. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Time for you to do do what you do, Ham. Drop some heat. Here we go. All right, all you business pros out there, before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe and drop a review, help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz, schedule your time, and don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right, everybody, we are so excited and honored to bring another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Today's guest is teaching people how to tap into the power of the space that lives between an external stimulus and your internal response. He knows that the very secret to our growth and freedom lies between stimulus and response, and we have an enormous power granted to us every single time something happens. We may not have the power to control the world around us, but we do have the power to choose our response to it every single time. It's easy to get trapped in a cycle of a lifetime of habitual reactions, but our guest reminds us it's important to pause and create a mindful space. He's on a mission to give others the tools to reframe your approach and have a better in-the-moment experience. So if you want to enjoy better relationships and have improved success as an entrepreneur, tune in to hear how our guests can help you be more present, authentic, and connected to the powerful relationships you develop along the way. Joining us today from the language of mindfulness, mindful communications expert, author, coach, and technologist, welcome to the show, Brad Hill! Welcome to the show, Brad. I forgot to warn you, we do drop some video clips every now and again, and if they come on, feel free to react to them, have some fun. That's what we do on the show, is uh, bring nothing but full energy. Welcome to the program. What do you think? Three minutes in. Are you having fun yet? Oh, man. This is awesome. You guys are great. Love the vibe. Love the energy. What a a great uh, welcome introduction. Power. Power play, man. Nice. And so we roll. All right, Brett, let's do this. <laughs> How did you get into this space? Like, you know, there's a number of different uh, careers you could have gone down, uh, yeah. different ventures you could have gone into. Why this? Well, I mean, my whole life has been really kind of getting under the hood of what works. I, I mean, when I was a kid, I was the guy who like, hey, here, here's a nice little toy. And I'm going, great. And I'm ripping the thing apart and saying, oh, wait, oh, it works like this. Because I wanted to know how things work. And I really got involved with like, you know, kind of the mechanics, literally the mechanics of kind of everything around me. And then when I got older, it was like, you know, People are kind of interesting, and I'd really like to know how it works between us and what goes on inside people. And so I really spent um, kind of a you know a long time 
finding people who could help me understand psychology, communications, like what makes people be people and where do we really succeed in that and where don't we succeed? What causes us to trip up? What causes us to, to you know, be great? And um, I spent, I, I had some fabulous instructors along the way and I studied a lot of stuff. And, and in the meantime, I was also doing technology because, you know, I'm kind of an older guy, but technology kind of grew up you know, when I was young and I'm like, whoa, this is awesome. And I love that because it's like getting under the hood and make things work and like all this new tech and it's like really changing the world. And uh, so I got on board with that and I had a career in technology as well. So I, I worked for Microsoft and some other big companies kind of, you know, talking tech with people. And I had this parallel thing with um, kind of the inner world and the inner communications world. And then the last couple of years, I just pivoted into now I'm just going to like roll it all out, all the stuff I've, I've been gathering and these tools and techniques and that have really been so powerful in my life and um, and can help a lot of other people too. It's a perfect pivot into what you're doing. Uh, and it's funny, as a kid, I used to break things apart too. I just never put them back, right? Yeah, well, that's the problem, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, you literally learn that putting things back together is a really different skill than disassembling them. I hope you're in short. Yeah, yeah exactly you're on point today. That. Exactly. <laughs> Destroying everything in my path. All right, well, let, let's talk a little bit about, about human beings because, you know, it's funny. We're yeah. all individuals. We're all different. We're all unique in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Ain't no thing like me except me. And yeah. yet, like Rocket, right? <laughs> there are a lot of things that we have in common. There are a lot of things that we yeah. that tend to trigger us. There are a lot of responses that we have that can, you know, essentially we can guide a herd of humans in a certain mm -hmm. direction. You see it all the time in social media. You see it all the time in politics. You see it all the time in religion. You can, you, there, human beings are a lot more alike than we like to think, would you say? Absolutely, and that's a big part of it is to first start looking around and and I mean in the culture we're also like individuated because you know hey be the individual you know be the guy be the you know the rock star stand up and stand out and and you know go your own way and sing it my way you know it's like there's so much about individuation and there's that's a that takes you far and it's not necessarily a bad thing but if you hit pause on that and you start to look around you can see that maybe we don't have the wiring together between us, the fabric of, of, of the culture, kind of the, you know, how we actually work in a culture is together. I mean, you don't build a skyscraper by it. One guy doesn't do that. You know, you don't build mm -hmm. a city by yourself. You don't build uh, an economy by itself or, and even a good business is, you know, you need people, right? And so it's like the things that we do together are the best and biggest things that we do. And so we really have to sit down and look at like, okay, so what's going on? How, how does all that work? How can we relate to people who are actually really different from us? If you press, if you press pause on that, you really get underneath, you know, under the hood, like we were talking about, you start to realize that, like you say, we have a great deal in common. You know, it, it gets pretty kind of serious in a way. If you go back, like we all know what it's like to be like two years old and having a fit, you know? Mm -hmm. We all have that, and we we all know what it's like to be really hungry and really sick, and we all know what it's like to have relationships that are 
hopefully, you know what it's like to have a good relationship at least some point in your life. You know, one you light up about, and also ones that kind of didn't light you up so much, you know, and kind of like left a ding or two. We we kind of know what that's all about. We've been, you know, ill. We've had big successes. We've had big disappointments. And if you start looking at the commonalities of the human experience, there's a tremendous amount. Now, we differ a lot on like, well, I think this and I think that. But if you get underneath in terms of what do we all know about what what our experiences are coming to me, there's a lot there. And if you start from that, if you start from that, when it, whoever you're working with, then you start on, a, there's a lot of common ground, even if it's not spoken. And I've been saying it, Miguel. I've been saying it. I've been saying it, you know, it, it, <laughs> one of the things that we always say is, is, you know, I believe most people are good. We have the same yeah. intention. We want, uh, you know, our household to be, you know, maintained or taken care of. We want to yeah. be able to, you know, put food on the table. There's a lot of those core things, you know, and, and I'm hearing you as I'm hearing you describe it. It's almost like we're going back to the caveman days, right? Like the whole reason why we have a herd is to protect ourselves, to grow and to protect ourselves. Uh, and I, I think in in what you're describing, much of that biological, you know, yeah. it, whatever's ingrained in us doesn't really go away. So how does individual, you know, individualistic characteristics, how do we... How do we explore those things while not destroying the herd? Because let's face it, most of us might claim to be a leader, might claim to have an independent uh, you know, yeah. point of view. But when it comes down to it in a, in a group mentality, we follow the herd. Dude, I almost had you. Almost, <laughs> almost. <laughs> a lot of people do, you know, but it's, uh, it's, it's interesting because uh, you have to learn to, in my experience, you know, what I, what, what I hope for someone is that they, they know when to start be a, be a leader, be the voice that's leading, and they also know when to follow. And it's not just a blind, I, I'm just going to do that because I'm the zombie that's following. It's kind of like, oh, there's a thought there. It's like, oh, I'm going to lead now. There's a choice. I'm going to lay back now. Uh, and, and that's how you know whether you're being thoughtful or mindful or present because you're aware that you're making a choice. There's a, there's a, there's a thought there that's like, what do I do? Do I go this way? Do I go that way? Rather than just going and there's no one home. So there's a difference between what you might call automatic behavior. And that's what they call in mindfulness lingo. It's like the automatic net mode network, which is just kind of the one we work on all the time. Somebody says something, you say something back. You're not really thinking about it. You're just reacting back and forth. And there's nothing wrong with that. But but if you live your whole life that way, then pretty soon you look back, you know, when you get to be kind of at, towards the end of your life, you look back and you go, you know, I kind of did things on automatic a lot. I wasn't really super intentional about a lot of things. And it doesn't have to be that way. You know, you can be intentional. You can create depth. You can create meaningful moments in your life um, so that your life is a whole lot richer every single day. You just have to be present for it. It's, yeah, it sounds, it's, it sounds it's like you're... You're describing how we build meaningful relationships. We have a lot of acquaintances, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I work on a school campus in the mornings and, you know, there's 3,000 kids on our campus, you know, 220 teachers. Wow. And I can recognize a lot of faces, mm -hmm. but I don't have meaningful relationships with all of them. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and that is, is, did I hear right? Is that kind of what you're describing here? The difference between just kind of reactive and then well, actually being mindful yes. about it? Well, yes, and I would add to that that it's like, okay, let's say you're on the campus and you're looking around and you're seeing all these people. And if you stop for a second and you think, you know what? 
we're all in the same boat. You start to feel this. We're we're a member of the family of humanity. We're a member, and even in your case, it's like remember we're all here at this school. We all want to learn. It's like we're all on the same team here. And even though you don't know the individuals like their name and their story, you know they have one, and you can go. Yeah, they go deep. They have they have things that they love. They have ambitions. They have hopes. They have fears. They have things that they celebrate and want more of in their life. And you can look around you and go, you know, this feels pretty good to kind of be in the in the in the buzz here in the mix of all these people that I have a lot in common with, even though I don't have a personal connection with everybody. Then when you meet somebody, and it's it's you know casual there's still the sense of depth. So it can be, so I guess I want to put out uh, 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 the idea that it doesn't necessarily have to be superficial just because it's a casual connect relationship. It can still on your end be, you can still be feeling somebody. You know what I mean? Mm. Tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. <laughs> Nothing like the present. The present is one of those great gifts. That's, Dude, you're that's fired it, today with those clips, man. I'm just saying, <laughs> you're going out there. That's a pretty good. <laughs> All right, Brett, tell me a little bit about that external versus internal responses. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm hearing you kind of subtly talk about those things. What What is it that you mean when you talk about external and internal? Well, I mean, the, let's just say somebody walks in the room and they go, you know what? Your show sucks and you don't know what you're doing and there's no reason you should have a microphone. Okay, now what are you going to do? Right? So you're going to like, whoa, okay. You I'm going to agree with them and turn off the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, they would be obviously wrong. But still, though, what happens to your like energy is like, okay, so you, so you can just Go back. Well, what the heck? Is, what's that? What are you talking about? And get kind of in their face about it, which would be legit in a million ways. And also possibility. So that's that's your the outer experience is the person comes in and they start jumping down your throat. The inner experience is, whoa, what's going on? And then what? You want to boom. You want to come right back. You right? can't handle the truth. Uh, that would hurt. Exactly <laughs> that. Exactly that. Right. So, so you want to give them something that they can't handle. Well, maybe you don't want to give them something again, but you know, you want to, you want to like hit pause in your mindfulness practice. You go, wait a second. Okay. I can see this person's upset. And you know what? I know what I'm, my worth is, and this person may not get it. That's on them. It's not about me. And so your inner experience is one of like, okay, I'm noticing that I want to jump down their throat. I'm going to take a pause because I've been practicing this mindfulness stuff. I'm going to say to the person, ah, I can see you're angry. What am I not doing that you don't like? And you can ask a question, mm. you know, and go, okay. When they're going, well, okay, great. But it's, their problem is over there. It's not in your lap now. Now, which, which, day, which way is going to have a better day for you? Oh, you know, 100%. Fine by me. <laughs> exactly. If I just adjusted it like Ross, I could walk away from the problem. Exactly you know, that, right? Yeah. And, and exactly. It, yeah. It's funny because, you you know, I, I shared this uh, same scenario with, you know, my high school seniors. I'm like, I heard this story where uh, this guy was talking about how he was at a bar with his wife and somebody walked by and smacked her in the butt. And Whoa. so right away he was thinking, okay, you know, what, what should the response be? And, you know, yeah. your initial response is, I want to pop that guy in the face. Uh, yeah. But then he thinks back and he's like, well, 
think about what could happen though. Like that guy could be carrying a gun. That guy could yes. have a knife, right? That you know, or worse, you actually knock him out. He falls down. He breaks his, you know, busts his head open. He dies. You're in jail for fifty. Is it worth the consequences of what could happen? You know, yeah. and I think that if if I'm if I'm hearing you correctly, that pause, that's where you have that internal response. That's where you're yeah. thinking about it. Is that something that we can that, that that we learn over time? Is that a maturity thing? Is that a practice well, thing? How do we how do we master that internal response? Just exactly. smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's where you can really um, that's where the practice comes in. I have a saying in my work, which is if you want to be mindful under stress you have to practice when you're not, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, you don't go into the ring, uh, you know, you don't just decide you're gonna be a boxer, put on the ring and just go in. You don't decide you're gonna be a rock star, go buy a guitar and walk out on the stage. You gotta practice, right? And so the mindfulness and the practice of being more present when you're just walking through the day is something you can practice when you're not under stress so that whenever somebody does slap your wife, you can go, hey, I've got some, I've got some, what I would call resilience here. I have some choices. And you said it exactly right. That moment, I can't tell you how powerful that moment is absolute magic. It's gold. It's, it's everything because in that moment, you can, you know, jails are full of people that didn't have that moment, right? Mm. If only I had not pulled the trigger, if only I had not been reactive, I would have gotten 20 years of my life back, right? And so it's and and so it's like now there's a time to that you want to be responsive you know like somebody you know the room's on fire you don't want to sit down and go oh gee I wonder how how do I really <laughs> feel about that you know no you know that's kind of like I'm out of here and you're gone so there are there there's a time for that but but when you're feeling like threatened by other people and it's really hard because you mentioned it before it's in our neurology that you know hey we spent you know a hundred million years on this savanna with saber-toothed tigers and you know you you see you hear a growl and you go you know you're ready to mobilize because your life depends on it and so some it's not that different these days when somebody comes in and threatens you or says challenges you. I mean, even though it's not like, you know, say what you type or, or they don't pull a gun necessarily, it feels the same to you neurologically. And it's really what I call low level neurology. It's like low in the brain system. The brain has layers of stuff. And the lower levels are the ones that are fight and flight. You know, I'm going to slug you now versus I'm going to, uh, you know, run away. Those kinds of decisions are, are really hardwired and they're intense. And for some people, they're like overwhelmingly intense. And it's really hard to breathe a moment into that. And the part of you that knows to breathe and that comes, that stays online, that makes a decision, that's a, what they call a higher brain function. It's a higher capacity in their brain. And you can practice that. You can actually give that part of your brain um, more gray matter, literally, you can grow that part of your grain through uh, certain mindfulness practices. They've they've done the measurements. They can see like, oh, guess what? The higher cognitive functions, that part of the brain is now bigger because they've been practicing this mindfulness meditation practice. So there's a meditation practice that is primarily the thing that people do with this. And it's really, it's really very simple. That's I didn't think you had it in you. Yeah, I'm your Huckleberry. I, you know, that, that's super interesting because we're talking about a live interaction, whereas today 
there's a lot more interaction that happens on social media. Maybe mm-hmm. I posted something and it's not a two-way conversation. It's a one-way conversation. It's a piece of content that's out there. Maybe it's an opinion. Maybe it's, you know, I'm showing something that's going on and we're still getting stimulus. Uh, we're responding on a stim- on, on one of those like stimulus response levels that you're talking about here, whether we have a Facebook fight or whether we have, you know, interact with somebody on in the comment section. Um, yeah. What do you say about, you know, dealing with that? Is that a, a way to practice some of those initiated responses? Cause you could type all kinds of stuff out. You don't actually have to post the response right Wait, away. What? Right. <laughs> you can hit delete. <laughs> I wow. No. <laughs> no. I wasn't aware that was something a person could do. Fire James, fire, fire. <laughs> wow. Man, where do I give the awards, man? That's awesome. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. And and you know, come on, we've all you know posted stuff and gone, what the heck did I just do? You know, and like tried to draw it back, and it's easy to do. So absolutely, you don't learn to take a breath and go, wait, wait, wait. What's the outcome here, really? Am I going to make a difference with this? Is this is this going to go anywhere? I mean, there's no point in arguing with people on Facebook when there's no one there to argue with, if you know what I mean. Um, and there's like no one really. You're not going to change anyone's mind. And so if you're just going back and forth with somebody um, who's entrenched, it's it's you're, you're entrenched, you know, it's kind of like, and do you want to be that? Is that the way you want to be in your life? I, I hope not, because we all have better things to do than to pour our emotions out into efforts that don't uh, get something back you know it's like if we're not building up we're, we're we're wasting time often usually or just or settling in and being present with ourselves so you know as you're typing how do you feel when you're being mindful the practice is like how do i feel right now as i'm typing this oh man i'm angry i'm gonna get there what does that feel good do you feel better after pressing enter generally not Right. Mm. And so you just kind of go, okay, so what's what's going to help me feel better here? How, what's what's going to really be the bigger picture? What kind of a person do I want to be in my life? And really lean into that as best you can. You know, uh, I heard Kevin Hart the other day talking about how he doesn't spend much time in anger mode or holding a grudge. Because we only yeah. have so much time in the day and it takes a lot of effort, a lot of work to yeah. hold a grudge for a long time, to maintain that anger. Yeah. Uh, you know, what are some some tips that we can use when we find ourselves in that spot? Maybe we already pushed past that line in the sand, right? Maybe we made that mistake uh, and we're we're just fuming. How can we mm. how can we kind of shift out of that mindset and put ourselves back in something where you know we can continue moving forward? Well, that's a great question. And so many people get stuck in these emotional hooks of like, if only that, but it's kind of like you're worried about what you did or you're worried about what's going to happen. And if you break it down a little bit, what's really happening is you're wishing for a reality that isn't here, right? You're wishing for, oh, I wish he hadn't said that, or I wish I had done something different, or Um, You know, what could happen next is just going to be really terrible. And that's not, but it's not happening now. Mm -hmm. It's it's an idea. And you're living in your head about, you're living in a kind of an unpleasant story about what may or may not happen. 
And if it's already happened, you can't do anything about it. It's already done. I mean, there might be things, effective action you can take, but you can't take a, you can't change the past by worrying about it, right? And so the practice is to just get present. And what does that mean? That means like, okay, I look outside and I see like we, we had a little, you know, back and forth. It's like, it's a beautiful day here. We're above ground. That's a win, right? It's like uh, looking outside I'm, you know, in the Pacific Northwest, gorgeous day, beautiful time of year. And it's like, okay, regardless of whatever else is happening, I can connect with the, the beauty that's right outside my window and go, that's what's real. That's what's in my moment. And if I'm connecting with that, I'm not worried about yesterday. And I have plenty of things to think about. And I have, you know, I have to manage my own churn, so to speak. But the way I manage that is by just connecting to what's really right here in front of me right now. And if that's not great, what's right in front of you right now, look harder. And then mm -hmm. also um, take actions to make sure that you do have some goodness in your life. We all have things that light us up, right? We all have things, whether it's nature or face or music or your, your, you know, your favorite person or whatever it is. We all have stuff that lights us up. And um, pay attention. What are those things? And, and use those things to help you whenever you're spinning out of control to ground into your experience and let yourself really have it. Like, oh my, it's not just, oh, that's nice and moving on. It's like, hang out with it for a little while, you know, like. Really kind of immerse yourself. You know how you, you get into a hot tub, you know, and you kind of go, and like, whoa, there's a hot tub. And then it's like, oh, hot tub, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. you want to kind of melt a little bit into the richness of the experience that's around. And and the beautiful thing about that is if you practice it much, your experience, my experience with people gets a lot richer too because I start to kind of like, yeah, this is pretty pretty good just being here hanging out with someone and chatting and and being you know moment to moment and face to face or face to screen or whatever it is you know it still can be a lot richer experience because you've opened the doors in your senses to the richness in your life and suddenly you start having it all over the place you know that sounds an awful lot like acclimating yourself to gratitude right like you know having a, a journal at the end of the day or having something that you write with and just being appreciated appreciating yeah. the things that you already have kind of grounding yourself in in the moment did i hear you correctly yeah that's a big part of it that's a that's definitely in the wheelhouse of the kinds of things we're talking about because in that case it's just a fabulous practice because what you're doing is you're sitting down and you're going I feel grateful. I'm going to take some time intentionally on purpose. So yay, that's a big win because you train your brain neurologically to do those kinds of things, to find things I feel good about and just note them and actually kind of feel into them because my work is what they call somatic. It's like you feel into things a lot. I'm kind of a feely guy, even though I'm a technologist. Uh, and so you feel into your feelings and you kind of make friends with them and you go, um, yeah, that feels great to feel grateful. It feels good to feel grateful. And I just want more of that. Yeah. In my life. And so making a list of things and that helps your, you rehearse in a way neurologically, the, the neural networks that, feel good about things in your life. Then whenever something happens that feels bad, you have those 
feelings is a resource for you because yeah, that feels bad. But I, you know what? I also know what it was like to feel good. It's not like I might feel bad for a little while, but there's a lot of goodness in my life. And I know because I'm tracking it and I'm feeling into it every day. It just becomes more and more part of your moment to moment awareness. And that's really what you're after is these incremental improvements in your moment to moment experience so that you have better days and you have better life. Because what is your life but a series of moments? And if you can have better moments, you have a better life. That's 100% correct. A series of moments. I love that. You know, we're talking to lines in, in class. You know, I teach math and so a lot of lines. And I'm like, I don't want you to think of it as a line. Just a bunch of points so close together that it looks like a line. And that's what mm. I kind of think uh, as you're describing life here. It's just so many moments so close together that you're in life that it just looks like a timeline. But it's just moment yeah. after moment after moment. Yeah. Uh, I mean, speaking of moments, uh, you know, if, if Brett, people, you, you've shared so much information with us today. If people want to work with you, if they want to talk to you, if they want to reach out to you, how can they get a hold of you? They can go to languageofmindfulness.com um, and you can, um, there's a button right there that says, hey, set up an appointment with me and I'll talk to anybody for free just to see if, hey, there's a good fit because I don't want to work with somebody because I'm not perfect for everybody. But um if, if it works out, we can chat and I'll, I'll help you uh, get together. We'll get together with you and I'll help you craft a, a plan for how to have more great moments in your life and how to be more engaged and happier and calmer and more resilient and less anxious. And it also helps people get clarity about like, what do I do? What am I going to do? What am I supposed to do? So it's like sometimes those kinds of those are big issues for people. I don't know what, what to do about an issue or about my life. And I don't tell people what to do, but what I do try to help people do is get more grounded in what I call who you really are, kind of like, uh, and then things get clearer. The analogy I use is like, we're all kind of so wound up all the time because of the world we live in, which is like, you know, 2000, 2000 stimulations a second, you know, it's kind of like this, 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 and it's doom scrolling all day long. So it's kind of like, well, uh, what happens when, Oh, oh, yeah. So the analogy is like, a, you know what a snow globe is? Like those mm -hmm. snow globes you shake them up and the snow is kind of all over the place. Well, we're like that all the time now. It's like the snow is, we're always in a blizzard in our head, so to speak. So we take a breath and we just let that all settle. And then we see what's the, and, and so this thing's all crazy. People go, I don't know what to do. I don't want to. Well, let's just take a breath and let all that settle. And then we see what scene is revealed. And that scene is like you. It's like, mm. oh my God, I'm I'm here in this scene. Oh, there's north. I'll go that way. And it becomes really clear all of a sudden. Clarity. Seeking clarity. clarity. What it's all yeah. about, ladies and gents. Look, I, I don't know about you guys, but I prefer to live a life of happiness. So if yeah. there's anything going on in your in your day to day, you're stressed out, you don't know how to handle stuff, I suggest you reach out to people like Brett. I mean, go to languageofmindfulness.com, check it out, schedule a consultation. Those consultations might change the way you look at things. Your life might change any at any given point. No matter what you've done in your past, you can always hit the reset button. And today's yeah. here's an opportunity. Just hit the pause button. Boop. A little bit of pause, change a little bit of perspective and watch your life change drastically because look, life is what, how you look at it. It just really is. There's things that happen. There's things that are going to happen to you, whether they're, you know, external things coming your way, or sometimes you make a mistake and step into yourself, but yep. it's how you see it, your perspective. That's going to make a difference, whether you're happy, frustrated, or 
you know, anxious because you don't know what's going to happen in the future. Uh, Brett, it's been an awesome conversation. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, we yeah. are a testimonial business. That's what we do here on the show. We let you, you know, we want to hear your story and stuff like that. Can you do me a favor? Can you let me, let me know uh, a two-part question? First part, what was your experience like on the business bros? And then second, who do you think should be listening to the show? You guys are awesome. I mean, this is like so high energy and and up level. And I really appreciate the way you, you know, you reframe everything. So I would say this is an amazing show. You guys are doing a great job, a great service to elevate the conversation and amplify that the joy, you know, so it's like, and you're all about the connection and the celebration and the spontaneity. The energy is fabulous. So Thank you. you bet. All right, ladies and gents, look, testimonials are how you're going to grow your business. Just hands down, when you do a good job for people, they're going to be so happy. They're going to talk about you to their friends and family. And that's great. The problem is that's short lived. It's only going to last for a couple minutes. What you need to do is capture those testimonials like we just did today and then share them with your friends and family so that those videos live on the internet 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And that becomes your sales force generating you more repeat and referral business. I'm going to share with Brett the same formula we use to do our testimonials every single day. It's a three part framework. It's very simple. Number one, when Brett came on the show, we did a little bit of homework with James's fire intro and we told him how awesome he is. All the accomplishments he's already done. Then we did the second part, which is we asked him for more of his awesomeness. He, we asked him questions about what he's doing, how can how can he help us improve our lives? And then we did the most important thing, and that is we asked for the testimonial. You follow that framework, you're going to get good testimonials just like we did today. And if you don't know how to do that, hit us up. Go to businessbros.biz slash testimonials, and we can help you grow your business doing what you're already doing keeping your customers satisfied and talking about you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And by the way, again, last little thing, make sure you go to languageofmindfulness.com. If you are unhappy, I know these are stressful times. It's COVID, it's 2020. You've gone through ups and downs and peaks and valleys and all kinds of stuff thrown your way. Stop by, take a look, take a mind shift and see how your life can change. Brett, thank you very much for coming on the show. Appreciate you taking the time. You're welcome so much. Thank you guys, appreciate it. All right, ladies and gents, we'll see you guys again next week. Enjoy your weekend. And as I tell my students, be safe. Don't do anything crazy. And if you do, do it twice. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.